Blog Talk Radio. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron a podcast featuring Elvira Love and Deborah Voith, two out-of-the-broom-closet professional witches with over 70 years' combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC radio network. During each episode, Elvira and Deb will help you create rituals, cast spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Deb, take it away. Well, back on air, finally, (laughs) after a hiatus of almost two years. Um, I want to say hello to everybody, and I will introduce you to Deb, my co-hostess now. Deb, say hi. Hi. Okay. So basically what we have done is with um, the exiting of Phoenix from um, the show and my moving to Arkansas, we wound up having a couple of years here where we've had to rethink what we were doing and I had a chance to get to know Deb and I found that we have a lot in common and she was interested in uh, working on the show The Witch, the Priestess in a Cauldron as co-hostess and so I spent time with her just chatting and at that point I feel that when we came to a point where we decided we were going to make it happen, we put ourselves in harness. We wound up with a new um, board person because, again, change always happens. And so we have um, Nagashiva as our board person who we call our cauldron. He is part of the, the actual <laughs> name of our show. And um, at this point, I would like to bring about Deb to sort of introduce herself onto the show and talk a little bit about who she is, what her path and her her adventures have been, and uh, so I'm turning it over to you, Deb. Sure. Well, my name is Deborah Voith. Um, what can I tell you? I am a triple fire Aries. Uh, I began my journey exploring magical practices in college, like in the mid-80s. Um, I have a lot of different roles. I'm a wife, mother, grandmother, sister, friend, witch, and definitely a crone at this stage. (laughs) Um, I have uh, Catholic and Wiccan roots to learn about and be inspired by other spiritual paths. Um, My cultural roots are mainly Eastern European, also some French, maybe Scandinavian and Welsh is mixed in there too. Um, Earlier in life, um, I was a registered nurse. I'm retired from that. um, And also I'm a Reiki master teacher. And I work as an eclectic witch. (laughs) Uh, I'm a reader, candle burner, spellcaster and root worker through air in uh, Hoodoo Psychics. And I can also be found on my website at um, Um I Oh, I'm also the author of four books. Um, they can all be found on Amazon. Um, one is The Guide to Spirit Communication. Uh, another one is The Real Book of Shadows about shadow work and uh, psychic cords and dealing with things of that nature. Um, The other one is um, The Illuminated Veil, The Seeker's Guide to Communicating with and Working with Spirit. And then um, The Witch's Brew, 
uh, a compendium of magic, ritual, spells, and incantations. Um, locally, I sell my wares and provide services, um, doing readings and also performing past life journeys and soul retrieval, retrievals at um, the Altered State of Mind shop. And I've had several phenomenal mentors and teachers along the way. I graduated from um, Lucky Mojo's Root Work Correspondence course in 2006 or 2007. I can't remember now. Um, the magical cat Ironwood connected me and Elvira, <laughs> and I will be eternally grateful to her. And after all of our talks, I have no doubt that I will be challenged and inspired by the amazing Elvira. <laughs> So I'm so well, happy to be co-hosting with you. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's, <laughs> it's interesting because when we started to connect, it was, um, first of all, the fact that we're both in the same time zone is really exciting for me because having gone to central time zone <laughs> and, and gone away from Pacific, I've had to constantly remember that the friends that I have that have been my stalwart companions are mm -hmm. I'm two hours ahead of them so if I want to talk to them and it's eight o'clock in the morning my time they're not going to be necessarily all of them up and ready to talk um, <laughs> but the fact that you and I have the same time zone it makes it sort of a real pleasure because then I've got you mm -hmm. I can you know connect with and not feel I'm you know going to either be waking you up or doing something that's out of sync with um, your life in terms of schedule of, you know, what you do. So that was a big plus. I mean, that wasn't the only thing, but that was a big plus. And, um, you know, the fact that you have, you've got such a varied background and, you know, you have moved through a lot of different things. Our explorations both have been, I feel um, out and and checking things out, and quite frankly, both of us are in the eldership slash crone stage. And then the final thing that that just totally hit the hit the nail right into the thing was that you did such a great job with your talk on Hecate, and of course she is my patroness goddess. So I was like, this is a sign, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a uh, this yes. is a joy uh, for yeah. both of us, and um, mm -hmm. I know that we we bounce things off. We both are, are grandparents. We you know both have mm -hmm. you know backgrounds that we've done a lot of different things, and we've come to the magic world and, and spiritual mm -hmm. world from uh, areas that may not always have been directed at that but had other mm -hmm. you know other components that we could fit ourselves our personal belief systems in so mm -hmm. um and i just i found the fact that you know you worked with you know patients and and you know you worked in i believe you know the the psych unit you know <laughs> that you worked in a, a place mm -hmm. that you had to deal with people <laughs> in different mindsets not just you know physical illnesses so um that's real on-the-job training for spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you are so right about that. Yeah. yeah there's such yeah. a connection between all aspects of ourselves in that um, working at I worked in, uh, as a triage nurse for the Psychiatric Crisis Service for mm -hmm. 25 years. And that, yeah, that really um, added, like, so much to just how I view others and um, just the inner dynamics of what goes on um, behind, you know, that outer exterior. It just, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say that part of what also intrigued me was the work that you do with mediumship. And it's an area I never felt drawn to actively participate in or get, mm -hmm. you know, into. And I, I'm really, I'm looking forward to finding one of our subject matters we can talk about <laughs> so that you mm -hmm. can just sort of 
put out there some of this information that I think is very valuable for people, you know, that are coming into the spiritual world, maybe are already in the spiritual world and need a boost up. But Mm -hmm. that one just totally, I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's so cool, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, I love all things magical, but um, I think that one of my favorite areas is having to do with um, spirit and contact with the spirit world and um, communication communicating and working working with spirits um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no, i'm, I'm excited because i i think that you know we're going to be you know discussing of course you know paganism and spirituality and gods and goddesses rituals and other spiritual practices um and lots of ancient lore and um and ways of doing things kind of with a new perspective and a deeper look at like the inner dynamics within these magical topics. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, I love that, that bridge between, you know, body, mind, spirit and magical practice. Yes. Yes. And that weaving and, and ability <laughs> to uh, utilize it. And I, that's, that's, the reason that I'm sitting here going, yes, this is the right the right way we're going to move forward because we're going to take things, and I see with your perspective and your experience and knowledge and wisdom, and what I see from my perspective, and I mean, obviously, people that have listened to the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron mm-hmm. for the time that, you know, I had done it with Miss Phoenix, um, know a lot of my background, but, you know, I grew up with a chiropractor who father, and so I was into the holistic <laughs> referencing of the body and healing it. Then, of course, mm-hmm. he was a, a Reichian therapist. Wilhelm Reich was a uh, student of Freud's, but he took the the psychology in a different way and and kind of worked on it in a nonverbal and a bunch of things <laughs> and so I grew up with that and actually even trained with my father um, and thinking I would do this and um, so there's all this background information that comes to the plate of magic and spirituality mm-hmm. and that area that both of us have this a background that is different and yet similar enough that for us we've got this common connection and that's what i'm mm-hmm. looking with enthusiasm to mm-hmm. you know inject into our our spiritual practice that we talk about our magical um aspects that are out there in subject matters and definitely working with different deities and different philosophies of you know spirituality it's it's like going Mm -hmm. there's this other part is there i know you know for me um Mm -hmm. that's what makes the the aspect of magic um fuller and more alive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. definitely i mean yeah yeah i I felt the same way just listening to, you know, some of your uh, your background and just the experiences that you had through through your father's practices and um and the different um uh, magical practices that you've been um attuned to or or um in well not in, I don't know if they're initiations but practice like with the Hawaiian and the um, the different types of uh, witchcraft are just, I, I was fascinated by a lot of the things that you were talking about. <laughs> well, it was definitely, there were adventures and like anything, one of the things that I think you'll concur is you get led and sometimes you get led in a way that you kind of shake your head at why am I following this? What am What's making me mm-hmm. uh, get on a plane and fly over, you know, the ocean <laughs> and do this? And then when you finally start connecting and going, mm-hmm. oh, you know, and that is the, the part 
that I think all of us mm-hmm. out there that are, you know, looking at our spiritual practices, <laughs> our, you know, what we want to do with, you know, the magical world, uh, mm-hmm. there's a deeper experience that sets in. I mean, we're always drawn to, you know, something for, dare I say, a quick <laughs> fix <laughs> because, you right, know, we're human. Right. We want to get something done now. And yeah. yet then it, it draws us in, you know, to do more, to look for more, to experience it deeper and, you know, have more meaning. Mm-hmm. So um, Absolutely. that's, yeah. you know, your journey. And it's interesting because when you say Catholic roots, I think of my father, <laughs> he was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. he was Italian, he was raised Catholic. Okay. And he <laughs> never put us into a religion um, he mm-hmm. let us follow, you know, different things and explore. But I always mm-hmm. realized that um, that's part of my own genetic patterning. So, you know, mm-hmm. I go, there is a common, there's this common pieces, like, you you know, you, you've got Catholic, but then there's witchcraft, which we all know mm-hmm. kind of in the olden times wasn't accepted as, as readily and, you know, was, um, mm-hmm. looked down upon no. by the, the Catholic Church. But it is yeah. part of this this dynamic, but it's all mm-hmm. there. And you, you just watch, and I think the, the energy flow, that's what mm-hmm. I truly feel is what gets us going to explore, to learn, mm-hmm. and um, just like you know, hi, this is, this is someone you need to talk to. Her name is Deb Boyd. And, you know, the energy flow of having someone connect me to, mm-hmm. you know, a person who uh, I find has so much uh, information as you do and so much personal experience. That was why I wanted to continue doing this show. Um, it was a it was a, a decision that I hedged on for a long time, both because I was trying to get my feet set here in a completely different um, environment, and right. also because you know my family, my daughter, my granddaughter are here, and I you know made that move for to be part of that part of my family, but it's mm-hmm. it's also. Um, I just, I needed time and, and of course, time flies away and then I'm looking at it going, <laughs> oh, and I think I was reminded, do you want to do anything or do you want to just let it be, you know, in a syndication? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know, you are part of this now and, um as I said, we've had some really good conversations just, you know, chatting about what's going on. You do also do mm-hmm. another radio show, don't you, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, I've, um, right, I am on a show um, that's from, um, from um, it's a, a local show through the shop, um, mm-hmm. Altered State of Mind, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, Mahika is the um, like the producer, the one, the filmer, and then Laura L. Um, she does two shows a week actually. She does on Mondays. She does an intuitive Moon Days, and then on Wednesdays she does uh, Witchy Wednesdays. And so for the last number of months, I was on the Witchy Wednesday show um, once a month, and um, yeah, that was that was really a lot of fun, and it kind of um, helped me um, talk about trying to tap into your personal power is I'll tell you like about a year, maybe, yeah, it was about a year, year and a half ago where I felt like I was kind of stuck and I wasn't really moving forward. And so I knew that I needed to change something, but I wasn't sure what. And it just, um, it just came to me while I was meditating that I needed to like, get out and network more and, and make um, make connections and also 
kind of, um, you know, walk through my sphere of public speaking, <laughs> which mm-hmm. this is like a form of public speaking. That, um, and so I did challenge myself, and I ended up doing um, being on uh, this year and last year's panel for the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. Um, this past mm-hmm. year was the Love Spell panel. And the year before, it was the Crossroads panel. And um, and then I ended up being on um, the Lucky Mojo show a few times and also going on the local show, the Witchy Wednesdays. And so, and that has all kind of opened up a lot of opportunities and connected me to you, which I am so friggin' excited and uh, and grateful because I get very passionate and very excited about talking about these things that I love. You know, I love talking mm-hmm. about magic and ritual and um, all things, you know, having to do with that, those topics. And so when mm-hmm. Kat, you know, uh, kind of set us up, you know, and with the question like, hey, <laughs> um, would you to be interested in doing you know, the show together, I was like, I, you know, and I was, I was, I was kind of scared, you know, I was like, oh, she really wants me to do it. (laughs) But then I was like, you know, I pushed, I just pushed through that and, you know, and here we are. And yeah, and so that's, you know, I was kind of thinking about like our topic um, today, not that we've gotten to it yet, but the whole personal power thing, um, kind of just made me remember that little recent issue for myself. Um, I think that, um, I think this is a good topic to start out just because it's like for people that are fellow readers or magical practitioners or, or just interested in these sorts of topics, um, I think that we often seek out magical practices, rituals, and alignment with certain deities because we feel um, maybe powerless or we're seeking some form of empowerment. Um, But what I think is that we, um, the more we are able to tap into and realize our own inner power, the more powerful our actions, both mundane and magical, will be. And so I think that that's a really a really, really good thing for us to start out with talking about because we will be talking about expanding on that and then, you know, tapping into other powers and stuff as we go along. Mm-hmm. Um, True, and good segue to <laughs> sort of begin our, our, our topic of, you know, power, empowerment, personal power, self-empowerment, and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Power is the ability to act or produce an effect, and it can mm-hmm. include physical might, you know, like strength, and it can include authority and mastery and, you know, feeling mm-hmm. the control and command. But ultimately, what we, we come up with is a way to empower ourselves and personal empowerment is mm-hmm. more about taking control of your own uh, life making you know mm-hmm. uh, positive decisions and based on what you know uh, we want so there is mm-hmm. the, the the link with self-esteem and self-confidence and mm-hmm. um, I find it interesting that you know when somebody says I you know I want power you know I want to gain the power <laughs> I want to do you know because all of us mm-hmm. truthfully you know that was one of the I felt unempowered when I was going through my divorce of my first husband. So I went looking for mm-hmm. something to do and I wound up with Tarot. And, you know, the <laughs> fact that, you know, the key factor was, which I find amusing, was the fact mm-hmm. that it was discussed, but behind the closed doors, that my two aunts on my father's side read the playing cards. Of course, they totally denied ah. it because they were very oh. Catholic. So um, <laughs> that process kind of goes oh well it's in my genetics you know my blood and that mm-hmm. took me off into that because I was feeling unempowered because of what was going mm-hmm. on and so the the concept of power and empowerment 
pushes us mm-hmm. into different things, and specifically, I think, into the to the um, exploration of spirit and magic and uh, you know that area uh, mm-hmm. that we find um, that we we find the the pieces that we feel are going to help us. And in actuality, you know, the mm-hmm. idea is that when you're you know trying to do it, it's more about being able to convert intention into action is what really Mm -hmm. the felt the empowerment process is Um, and you take on you know change change of your own life mm -hmm. and through decisions made um with you know every everything that you can find to do so you know Mm -hmm. that gives you Mm -hmm. um your own power allowing you to you know move forward and Mm -hmm. i feel that at this point um i know that you know we've talked you know, I've been talking about power and empowerment and, you know, spiritual power is the, 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 you know, being confident enough for you in your own ability to reflect and tap into your mind, body, and spirit and start to mm-hmm. um, explore your own soul, your beliefs, and your identity and your mm-hmm. true self. And on that, I'm going to let you take over about that because we have about maybe <laughs> four minutes before our commercial break. And then we're going to hammer at this. Yeah, I I believe that personal power is fluid and that it can be depleted, but it can also be increased. Um, But first, we need to be aware of what it is and what it is not. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that personal power is not about controlling others. Um, That's social power. So personal power is really about controlling ourselves and tapping into our own personal inner resources. And mm-hmm. it's also about continuing to move forward even when we are fearful of change. That's a big one for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we all complain about um, personal grievances and irritations, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we need to be careful not to fall into, like, the pattern of, continuing to complain about it over and over again without taking action or experiencing any change. Um, I think that, you know, there's um, many ways that we lose personal power are usually through, you know, fear, um, ego, um, having like that imposter syndrome and negative self-talk is definitely a big way power. And, if you think about it, I mean, we talk to ourselves more than anyone else will ever talk to us in our whole life. You know, <laughs> so what we're saying to ourselves really, really makes a huge impact. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, um, yeah, and you know, um, anytime we have any fear, hate, judgment, resentment, guilt, what else hurts? Um, that takes an enormous amount of energy to sustain. And so we can set our intention to lower the volume on any of those negative energy-sapping emotions just a little bit each day. You know, it's a process. And so, um, yeah, as we start overcoming those ener- energy-draining emotions and we start taking our energy off of the the person or the thing or the situation that we can't control, and we are pulling that power back into ourselves. Right. Well, I know that we've got a lot to say, but we've got a break (laughs) coming up any any second now. I've kind of got our our, uh, cue, but it will be a short break, and it will give us time to um, (laughs) let everything kind of sink in. And then once it's over, we will run right back into this. And I really like what you're saying, Deb. I really think it's 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 really empowering. Ha ha! See, I use the word. (laughs) Yay! I I will yay! I will let the uh, the cauldron cue us up and uh, go for our break. Sounds good. Okay. You're listening 
to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned, as more magic is coming your way right after these messages. LMC. <laughs> You're listening to the LMC Radio Network. Broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com. That is our moment to come back into our topic, empowerment <laughs> and personal power. We're back. So I, I know that we kind of broke a little bit, and now you've got to kind of figure where you were, but I was really interested in how you were saying about how, um, you know, some of the things that drain our power are we do mm. we drain our power because it's safer than making change change is empowerment because oh. it's automatic oh absolutely so. absolutely yeah. um yeah and, and i think we misplace our energy a lot of times um mm-hmm. you know where we will so much focus on another person or uh outside situation and really have no energy left for ourselves. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to to be able to to know when we are doing that and then to make a decision to pull that energy back into you and to shift your focus. Um, right. By shifting your attention, person, or circumstance, we take our power back and empower our inner resources. And that helps to build our energetic field. Um, and um, the thing is, is that every time we focus on uh, our enemy or an unwanted circumstance or a person that just really pissed us off or whatever, and, and focus on how we felt, every time we do that, then we're like recreating an energetic bond between us and the thing that is disturbing us. And so by um, reclaiming our own power, then we're, what we do when we do that is we're actually opening up um, infinite potential for ourselves. And this in turn will make any action that we do, whether mundane or magical, much more powerful. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if we we choose not to move beyond that, then we're being controlled by our our feelings, um, our reactions to the outside world, and, and then nothing really changes because rather than taking action, then you're just reacting. Um, right. So lots of times when I start to get disturbed, I'll just take a deep breath and like I'll, I'll pause. <laughs> You know, on my good days, you know, I still, I'm not perfect, (laughs) but I'll pause and be like, okay, what's going on with me? (laughs) Do I really want to give my power away right now over something as silly as usually it's something silly? Um, And lots of times the things that I get the most upset about, truth be told, a week later, I can't even remember what it was. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those situations where um, you you know you do have to um, take a step back, and you know that breath. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that um, my father was very much about in terms of the work that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Is you do deep breathing, you know, and you mm-hmm. belly you mm-hmm. go into the belly. And one of the things that I've always oh, taught yeah. um, my clients is, you know, say, go mm-hmm. into the bathroom, go outside your, you know, your <laughs> office, you know, outside your office and take five deep mm-hmm. breaths. And I mean, down to your belly and back mm-hmm. before you do anything that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that is a centering, you know, process. And then you, you know, you go ahead and then you name what it is that is mm-hmm. um, coming at you in a negative way. And then mm-hmm. you look for the power you need to possess the ability mm-hmm. to move forward. And that comes after what you say, you, you know, that mm-hmm. moment of deep, you know, like 
you know, that inhalation and exhalation mm-hmm. allows you to <laughs> pause. So I see the, the, the um, I see where my father's work, where what I have mm-hmm. learned and what you're talking about all kind of come together like a little train, actually. <laughs> I, I love that, Elvira, because that's like a very simple thing, but it's very powerful because it's, um, you're physically moving your body away and taking some deep breaths. And so that's mm-hmm. like a perfect way to shift your focus. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of times when I'm feeling like overwhelmed with something, you know, I'll, I'll ask myself, is there anything that I can do, any action that I can take right now in this moment that will change that? You know, sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And if it's no, that means for me that I need to definitely shift my focus at that time. Since I can't take right. any action on it, then so I'll go wash the dishes or go, go do something, you know, and not get right. trapped in that cycle of, you know, um, reliving a, a hurt or uh, uh, other unwanted or undesirable um feeling, you know, just, yeah, it's just like putting, you know, putting a wall up to that and saying, nope, I'm not having it. Um, You know, and there's so many different ways we give away personal power. And it's just like uh, uh, one important thing is um, boundaries. Um, Mm -hmm. Like we don't, um, we say yes sometimes when we want to say no. Um, Yeah. Or, you know, feeling like... um, um, sometimes, you know, um, the, um, sometimes it's a, uh, uh, thing of wanting to have somebody else's approval, you know, and something that I've realized is that I, well, we all like to have approval. We like to feel like we're liked and that, you know, people approve of what we're saying or doing. But the truth Mm -hmm. is, is that not everybody is going to, <laughs> you know, and so right. I have to remind myself of that sometimes, and because otherwise, I uh, I'll slip into something where I'm trying to get that person's approval, and I'll be like, well, maybe if I say it a different way, that person mm-hmm. will say, oh, I get it, or if I uh, do it in a different way, you know, they'll know that they'll notice me or see that it's good, and sometimes that's just not going to happen and um and that's okay it's like i have to be okay with that and remember that um otherwise i'll get into that thing where i'll just keep trying to get the other person to uh to approve of me and that's that's definitely a energy um waster (laughs) yeah well it's it's that fear you know it's the other, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, the opposite of that, which, you know, of course, is fear, you know, wanting the approval is that if mm-hmm. you get the approval, then you're part of the group. Fear is mm-hmm. that by being empowered, we will be alone because then we're mm-hmm. empowered and we're, we're bigger and we're separate and we're, you know, we're, we've changed, you mm-hmm. know, from that, you know, environment where mm-hmm. we're part of the group. And then, you know, kind of right. it's that other side the shadow or the darker side mm-hmm. of what creates the idea it's, it's not just wanting the person's approval but it's because we wind up fearing mm-hmm. being empowered and being separated <laughs> from the group pulled back That's, because now we're you know right. we're a powerful person so we're we're separated mhm mhm so right that right yeah that yeah that's definitely a part of it too. Um, mm-hmm. I think something that uh, you made me think of when you were talking um, is I, I think it's really important like who we surround ourselves with um, because I think just like um, positivity can be contagious, I think that negativity mm-hmm. is also. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, if we have a steady diet of being um, – surrounded by people who are negative, I think it really does make it more difficult for us to maintain, you know, our positive um, positive mindset or positive way of being. And um, so I think that, you know, um, 
I think that that's really important to choose to distance ourselves from toxic toxic people or toxic relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, definitely. And in the I the, the concept of and of course the other part of it is is that people want to find power in the you know to gain mm-hmm. empowerment and self and personal power or personal empowerment, they look to outside elements to right. get that. And we, right. we both know about magic and how that has <laughs> brought in a lot of that process of looking to mm-hmm. the to something that will mm-hmm. do this task that we want to be powerful about. And mm-hmm. um, I think that that is a part of realizing the the mm-hmm. the first thing is going inside and mm-hmm. just like you know we've been talking about you've been talking about you know the self-talk and the the things it's not mm-hmm. if i get this it will make me feel whole or make me feel better right. and yeah. so magic is just another version of you know what mm-hmm. would be a quick fix which really isn't a quick fix because be a, be powerful magically. It requires um, this wholeness that you ha- that you mm-hmm. gain, and you work for the better good of others. Not that's the most powerful thing of all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So absolutely, um, and I think it's yeah. oh, go ahead. I, I think it's important to know, like, um, to identify what we have power over such as our mm-hmm. our choices and our actions and then mm-hmm. but the, also to identify what we don't have power over you know which is other people um and their choices and outside circumstances um and so like just recognizing that i think is uh is a really you know powerful step towards um towards knowing you know Mm-hmm. what you do ha- have control over and what you don't. And then just to focus on um, your natural abilities um, mm-hmm. and and go with the flow of that, um, knowing your strengths and, and your weaknesses. Um, exactly. And, yeah. you know, gaining, you know, gaining a sense of um, self-action, is important, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to <laughs> take self-action. That's mm-hmm. it's when we when we start feeling unempowered is when we feel we don't, you know, like you say, we've given things away for mm-hmm. one reason or another, and then mm-hmm. we don't we don't have any ability to take action. Like I am, I'm powerless over mm-hmm. doing this. Well, that maybe if you go directly at it, but you've got to think mm-hmm. how you can step maybe to one side and do something or, you know, do it from a different perspective. Uh, And Mm -hmm. that, again, you know, working with the the process of pulling back, like taking a step back and breathing and doing, you know, Mm -hmm. something that will bring – a balance of, of energy and, you know, meditation is good. Yoga is good. Walking in nature is good when it's not a hundred degrees. Um, <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, oh, man. or thundering. Yeah. But, and, and you, you know, your, yeah. your journeys to, to the Northern part of, of your, <laughs> your state to where you go. Um, that mm-hmm. is about um, an empowering step to take, that's oh, practical, man. you know, and, and I know mm-hmm. people even in cities, they do have parks, you know, of course, mm-hmm. depending on where it is, you know, how safe it is, some of these other things. But mm-hmm. um, there is that to be said. And, of course, um, I know that we're at a point where I need to introduce you as the person who is going to give a ritual for this kind of energy that we've been talking about and what, you know, have come up with. So I'm turning that on right now for you to work with. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, I think that um, tapping into your personal power is a lifelong journey. 
And Mm -hmm. taking the first steps towards true empowerment often starts in your heart rather than in your head. And I'm going to tell you about a simple ritual that you can use as a way to, like, initiate that or to dedicate yourself to nurturing your own empowerment. Um, So for this ritual, um, it's going to mark a new beginning and symbolize you stepping into your own power. And you will need some incense. Um, You could use um, blessing incense, power incense, cleansing incense, maybe master key or a combination of, I like to use bay, frankincense, and hyssop. Um, You could burn that in a charcoal and a feather. Um, Also some oil. I could recommend like blessing oil, power oil, or you could um, create your own empowerment oil by using some good quality olive oil and then reciting an affirmation or a prayer over the oil, um, kind of allowing your breath, the breath of your words, to infuse the oil with their power. Um, So what I would have you do is place your sensor on the ground in front of you, and give yourself a smoke bath by standing in front of the incense and use the feather starting at the top of your head to, as the smoke rises to brush the smoke downward and just sense that you are releasing all fears, releasing the need to please others, releasing the chase for perfection, releasing all toxic relationships, and comparing yourself to others, all self-doubt, past mistakes, and all of the other things that you have uh, no control over that are holding you back. Then after doing that, allow the smoke again to waft over you, but allow it to, just to continue upward and visualize the power within you rising with the smoke. Get out of your head. And at this point, focus on the energy surrounding your heart. As you do this, feel the energy around your heart expanding and growing out further and further. This is your space to tap into for insight and guidance from your higher self. This is your sanctuary of power, which connects to your soul. Allow it to flow. Then take the oil and anoint the area over your heart. As you do this, make an affirmative statement that's specific to releasing your internal challenges and elevating the personal power you seek to uplift within yourself. You might say something like, with open heart and clear mind, I step into the power which was always mine. Then, in the air in front of you, draw a spiral beginning outward and moving inward. This symbolizes you taking back any power that you might have given away and drawing it back into you. Emb that symbol into the air in front of you and then literally step forward into it and into your power. Then take a deep breath and it is done. You have marked a new beginning of drawing your power back and beginning your journey of self-empowerment. This ritual is a good start, and it marks a new beginning. Just be mindful that we need to continue to do the footwork by continuing to nurture our personal power as we move forward. Wow. <laughs> that is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah. this is something you were going to do. I didn't know what, but it was uh, kind of like, oh, we're doing, oh, this is nice. So, you know, this is good because that is um, an action. And as we've been talking about, the actual movement of action be it whatever Mm -hmm. it is um i feel is 
just like you said, the step forward, but you need to continue mm-hmm. to move. And, um, you know, something right. that uh, needs to be put into effect, even if it's small, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's little. Um, mm-hmm. I was, you know, just, right. I'm really, I'm smiling because I thought that was so good <laughs> um, Aww, and simple. Thank <laughs> so thank you very much, Deb. Yeah. That was great. That was great. And, um you know, one of the things I, I hear in my head is my, my mom, you know, whenever I was really upset or things were difficult, she she would go say, Well, go go clean a closet. Go go clean a drawer, darling. Go 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 out and do some weeding. Um and I kept always you know, my brain was like, Why, mom? It's not doing anything you know, and yet really that is the small steps that are within your power to keep Mm -hmm. moving that energy forward, even in something Mm -hmm. so simple as to go clean out um, that Mm catch-all drawer that you can't close because it's got so much junk in it that you have to smoosh it forward (laughs) into the the thing. And something like that. Anything that can be a moment where you put something into action, and that will will continue what you've just given this beautiful ritual of movement, whether it's <laughs> what I've said or something else um, in terms of that. So, um, you know, I know we're, we're coming time. We're not right on, but we are coming close to our mm-hmm. time when our show will end. And, oh, that um, went by fast. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> there are times that we wind up saying it right at the end. Oh, my God, and it's time for us to go. Um, wow. But I do want you to, you know, if there's anything more you want to say, we've probably got about five more minutes mm-hmm. before um, we have to start wrapping things up. Right. You know, I well, one thing I wanted to say is I think it's really important that especially any time that we get into our heads, and just have like, you know, uh, replaying old hurts or um, or going into a helpless spiral because um, we feel like we don't have any control over a situation. I think it's really, really important. Just focus on your heart. You know, focus on your heart and just really focus on expanding the energy that you feel around your heart. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that is... a a really good way to get out of your head. And um, I didn't realize how simple that was until I started doing that um, not too long ago. And it just, you know, it it's simple but powerful. And um, and it really, um, I don't know, it's, it's very calming too, I think, because there's, um, oh, there's just, you know, that's a good way to nurture personal power, you know, uh, mm-hmm. A few other ways are just to develop self-compassion and know that it's okay to make mistakes. Um, don't tolerate any negative self-talk from yourself. Just redirect it or reframe it or use it as a learning experience. Um, but don't get into that cycle of negative self-talk. Um, and, you know, like I said before, whenever your head is working overtime, just drop into your heart energy. Um Try to um, focus on, you know, especially if you're getting fearful about anything or anxious, um, that's usually projecting into the future. So then, you know, just focus on living in the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. Personal power doesn't come from doing more. You know, lots of times I think we're so conditioned to doing more and more and more and more and more. But it's, um, you know, just really, really slowing it down and being like, okay, you know, maybe I should look at the pretty flowers I have in the backyard here or, you know, go pet my dog or, you know, something just really, you know, find a way to um, to nail yourself down in this moment. Um, and just, you know, also I think it's it's not to depend on others for your good feelings, but just preemptively choose to surround yourself with positive supportive people. Um, Mm -hmm. I know when I was younger, I used to feel I was everybody's friend and I really didn't know how to do boundaries. And, you know, there would be 
goofballs that would call me at three in the morning or, you know, other things where they were definitely crossing boundaries. <clears throat> and it wasn't until I got a little older where I was like, no, <laughs> this is not okay. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. just, you know, just knowing when to um, to set those boundaries. Um, and just, you know, and that makes you start to identify your own personal values rather than allowing yourself to be overshadowed by someone else's personal values. So what, you know, what you think is good, you know, it doesn't matter if the other person doesn't think that that's good. What's important is how you're living your life and what you what you value. Um, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that, and it's interesting you were talking and I was, I was thinking, one of the things that I do a lot of um, that basically winds up um, really making me feel not only good inside, but... You know, when I say powerful, it's because I've done something for someone else that had no reason to have mm-hmm. happiness. I do have a UPS uh, post office box. I have a, I have the, I go to the UPS store. I have a, a mm-hmm. PO box with them, so I go in a lot to the location. And mm-hmm. invariably, because it's a busy one, I'm always walking from the parking lot into the thing, and somebody is got a bat, you know, they've got boxes in their hands, you know, you can see men, woman, you know, mm-hmm. whatever shape, size. And I always go to the door, get there and hold it for them and let them go inside because one, most of the time I'm just going to my box, mm-hmm. unlocking it, getting my stuff and leaving. Um, and two, it is almost, it's, it's, it's nothing about demeaning. It's about helping. It's like, Sure, that person can maybe open the door themselves, but mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier not to have to try to, you know, get the handle and pull it back and do all that. And the same <laughs> thing is true when you leave. I usually walk out and there's somebody mm-hmm. walking and I just stand there and I look at them and I hold the door open and they walk in and, you know, <laughs> it's like you can feel this this radiation of of gratitude to you for just mm-hmm. that simple little thing and out of that mm-hmm. it's almost like your own personal sense of empowerment goes i can do something that yes. makes the world better yes yes so. it's contributing like contributing to the flow of life you know yeah, yeah. that definitely definitely <laughs> yeah so we are so getting little things. really close to our time, so we I think we probably have about four minutes, maybe give or take four minutes. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we like to do um, is that we want to say what we are going to do next week. Since now we're back on a weekly okay. track, and mm-hmm. what our um, what our subject for next week is is aspecting. And what I realized aspecting. is that, uh, we put in drawing in power, which is a perfect segue from what Mm -hmm. we've done Mm -hmm. to now um is there anything that you would like to say in about a minute that you would like to put in whether about that or anything that you've had on your mind i am very excited about that topic um i i love the whole thing about aspecting and um and look forward to diving into that and i just want to say thank you to kat and nagasiva and to all of you for tuning in Yes, thank you, and we definitely <laughs> appreciate uh, coming back from our our, yeah. our long winter's nap, which became longer <laughs> than most, and I appreciate you coming on as my co-hostess, Deb. Thank you, yeah. and I will definitely be looking forward to our next week and getting back into the swing of it. It's kind of like getting back into harness. I'm, I was lazy, and now... <laughs> Uh, now I can do something energetic. So uh, thank you. Oh, you inspire me. So yeah, <laughs> this is great. Oh, well, we inspire each other, which is good. And I thank the audience. <laughs> and we will see you um, next week. As they used to say, we'll see you on the radio, since obviously podcasts are the new version of radio. And you may go. you all have a beautiful, blessed week. Thank you. Sounds good. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron, a radio broadcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Central, and is available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website at witchpriestesscauldron.com. That's witchpriestesscauldron.com. Until next time, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Blessed be.